All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to another edition of the Gambit Podcast. I am SoloBase15. I am here with my good friend Zareth, and we are here to talk about all of your set for Datacron and 3v3 needs. Uh, Zareth, how, how was your week off? How's it going? Yeah, it was good, Solo. Thanks. Um, yeah, I figured we may as well just get started here. We're having such a good talk about about galaxy of heroes uh off of this podcast we may as well just like push the on button and continue it <laughs> actually do it on the podcast yeah uh, funny how that works <laughs> well, i remember when we first started the podcast i was like well it's kind of weird to get used to like using my voice to talk about it but otherwise it was the exact same like cause you and i would talk about about galaxy of heroes all the time anyways right yeah you know once we got used to actually just talking out loud about it. it was it was no big deal at all and now we don't stop um <laughs> so there's actually a lot to talk about tonight we talked about it on the gambit round table um but that's not going to stop us talking about it tonight because there there was a road ahead last week <laughs> and it's mm. it was a big one like the last road ahead before this i was kind of like Meh, okay there's information but you know this one they decided to slam full of information Um, oh we we talked about that some during the the round table but we didn't talk about talk about it on the cast itself did we we did not and i always i always forget like it seems like that's old news at this point like we've talked about that (laughs) stuff so much already Um, yeah but yeah yeah um so there's and we don't need to get too deep deep down in it because we did talk about it on the round table, but we do because we also have three v three and data grounds to talk about tonight as well. But there there was some fun stuff that we didn't talk about on the round table. Um and specifically they they have a bunch of economy changes in here, uh, which I think are gonna be really good, knock on wood, hopefully. Like one of them is they're adding more important gar gar. Oh my god, where's Prime Force? Uh, more <laughs> important gear to hard nodes. So as you're shard farming, you're gonna get more gear. Um, they're adding more gear to the shard shop. More of the core gear that you need to level people up. So that's that's great from the gear perspective. From the mod perspective you are going to be able to upgrade or farm the upgrade materials, the slicing materials, um, which is going to get kind of crazy and exciting. Um, it's time It's time to catch up. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Yeah, there's the mod thing. Is, I, I am so weirded out by that. But not, <laughs> not in like a bad way. I just like... In some ways, honestly, like, okay, right, right now I I face people who, I mean, you and I both do. Some some of the people we face, I mean, it, we get into top 50. Like, we, we, like, poke our heads in and then we, like, get smacked and we're like, oh, right. okay, we'll back out just a little <laughs> bit. We'll give you a little space. Uh, but, but, like, some of these people have the craziest mod sets. And it really, it's just like, oh, my gosh, you, you have, like... I, I don't know if I need these people to be able to custom build their own mods. 
<laughs> That's true. But now you also get to custom build your own mods. Yeah, but I won't be able to spend the kind of money to custom build mine the way they can theirs. Like it's... Oh, well, you're talking about the mod calibration. I was talking about um, the slicing materials. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, so full disclosure, everyone. I uh, just woke up from a nap, an impromptu, <laughs> involuntary nap, and I feel great, and I am still groggy AF. So, <laughs> <laughs> so there, there you go. Um, but yeah, no, we're we're going to be able to farm the slicing materials to go from six E to six A on on mod battle nodes. Oh my lord, I I can't, I can hardly wrap my mind around that. I mean, it's been it. I'll say this about CG, like they eventually make everything accessible to everyone. Yes. Yeah. Except for Mark Three reroll mats in <laughs> set four. Though those aren't accessible to everyone. But otherwise, otherwise they do. And I, I don't mean to get in a cheap shot real. Well, I do screw them. But um otherwise, like I, I don't need to make it about datacrons right now. I, I do think that it's it's part of the natural progression of things. And I'm really excited to see the, you know, what what becomes of this. Like, what do you think? Do you think we're going to be able, like, I, I have a feeling that my most farmed node is going to be the yellow node that lets us just upgrade, you know, upgrade from uh, one piece to the next, like the... I, I don't know what it's called now. I'm I'm like floundering. Um like the because we'll be able to farm all of it, right? I yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, I mean they didn't the give name, us but... full information. Um but I do I think it's gonna be hold on, let me pull up Mark, a mod. Mark II circuit breaker module, the the yellow thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 daily challenge piece. Oh yeah. yeah, I will farm the hell out of that. Um, yeah, because that's uh, that's the most um, the most important piece. So yeah, I'm. So here's my problem with it, and this is you know first world problem problem. This isn't an actual problem, but I still haven't reached my goal of six hundred and fifty sixty mods, which isn't even a lot anymore. Um, but I had to take a break from upgrading the mods because I was getting about 30 a month. I needed to take a break to farm more mods. Uh, you know, small problem there. And now, now they're, I'm going to be farming this, the slicing materials. Um, and so I, I it's going to take me longer to get the 60 mods, which is probably annoying. But again, a first, first world problem on that one. Sure. Yeah, I mean, it, maybe they'll they're not going to increase the availability of the six E materials either. I'm sure. So there's there's that. Right. Um, today I was slicing some mods randomly. I had this mod that I've been looking forward to slicing. It's a twenty two, uh, and, and it was and it only rolled on four, um, and so I, I had two rolls left on it, and um. I'm not even sure the sound that came out of my mouth uh, was a swear word in in truth uh, <laughs> when it didn't actually slice. But but I was like, it could it could be a twenty eight. What if 
what if this is a 28 it's a really cool mod it had all these cool these stats on them on it and stuff yeah. i was like this is gonna be awesome and then it didn't roll it at all it's just 22 gold you know 6a now right and uh and then i was like okay well i'm gonna try rolling this one other mod that i've been wanting to roll um just I, it's not not nearly as cool though um it started out like at a plus 13 or something and that one turned into a plus 27 just by magic <laughs> i mean that doesn't suck yeah, and I found myself almost saying the same, like, almost swear words, just out of shock. This <laughs> out, time. Of, out of happiness instead of frustration. <laughs> yeah, I, well, the funny thing was, I was looking forward to, I wanted it to go on Kyle Katarn, uh, but it, you know, they, they it turned out they were both diamonds and offense set and i really wanted one with tenacity on it as uh, well just yeah. to just to keep that that stupid tradition and and it turned out that the one that i had rolled um just like once it hit that 20 plus 27 um yeah it, it had it also i hadn't even checked it but it also had 0.1 percent more tenacity than the other one had <laughs> i was like yes <laughs> Uh. <laughs> uh but but it's just and then afterward i just like sat there and marveled for a minute at like the level of joy a few pixels changing yeah. had brought me i was like <laughs> i was like and, and the level of rage they had brought me just a minute before i'm like it's, man i i feel like a crazy person it is a true true roller coaster <laughs> it's it's real silly honestly like when i think about that like the level of emotions that I that range of emotions that I felt I'm like man yeah I don't know like I, I don't think if there's anything bad about it I just um yeah it was weird like the funny thing is I already have you know like 57 plus 25 mods like it really is just kind of a drop in the bucket like no one's gonna be like oh wow your account's way better man like <laughs> like Kyle Katarn's going from like a a plus 19 to a plus 27 or something and i mean that's nice but it's not that noticeable <laughs> anyways yeah and and we're gonna we're gonna have a new avenue to explore that with the the like all the different mod changes yes yeah well so that's what you started to talk about earlier with the mod calibration where we can now change the stats um which is gonna be it's oh man i i'm actually i'm very excited about it and i know i kind of agree with what you said about the the you know the big spenders that are gonna just calibrate their mods even more mm. but it means i get to cut calibrate my mods as well and i am quite frankly okay with that uh, honestly i'm i am too I mean, there will be people who do it better and more effectively than me, and they'll spend more money on it, and they'll spend more time on it, and they'll have better results. And that, I think I'm fine with that, just because it'll be a cool experience. And for the most part, I think I'll end up doing better than the majority of other people, too. Like, I, right. you know, I, I have a lot of questions about it. Like, for instance, can you target the lowest uh, stat boost on on like you know i forget if we talked about this during the round table but um you know okay let's say if let's say i've rolled flat defense twice and i want to yeah. i want to get rid of that flat defense one of the times it went plus five one of the times it went plus seven 
can I get rid of the plus five at will first? Or I'm guessing it, probably not. Like you think it'll just randomize between the two? Yeah, or or it's going to be first in, first out, or last in, first out. I mean, okay. I'm sure there's going to be an organized way about it. I don't know what it's going to be. And I'm probably assuming too much since it was, um, you know, CG. But I'm sure that they are going to have an organized system for it. Well, yeah, they have to have something. And I mean, yeah, I guess they could have it be random. I mean, that that could be their system of organization. It wouldn't surprise me that much, frankly. But right. But yeah, you're right. Probably there's there'll be like some kind of an algorithm you know a thing that it's just like oh yeah, yeah it always does this first it always you know just like we can we can kind of predict what ship reinforcements are coming in you know based on the scenario or the situation or whatever right. it's not just like oh just random crap happens um <laughs> um but it does look like in their you know little gif of you know the calibration it does look like they've actually tracked what the three rolls were. Because if you look at like if you look at it, it has five different bars. Um, I want oh I can probably pull it up on screen for those of you that are hanging out out there. Um, but so it has five different bars, which I think, and I'm gonna stress think is that is what is the um that's what each role is like the the quality of each role um so i don't think here we go oh i need to make it bigger but that is going to work um so i think they have or they are actually tracking your roles and what they were um and so they're going to know like oh this was a good role this was your bad role etc well it's so interesting to me like what we see on mods is just like this big lump sum it's like i have a plus 24 mod and i have no idea how i got there like just right you know was it like only threes and sixes that it upgraded on or was it like fives and you know fours mixed in at what number at what point and apparently I mean, we've had mods for how many years? Like, they're going to be able to track this. Like, they've been they've been keeping track for four years or however long. Like, uh, yeah, I that I don't know. But but if you look, I mean, that's what it that's what it looks like. They didn't explain it yet. Um, but that's what it actually looks like. Um, because it even shows, like, it even shows the bar going from the potency to the offense. So we're, we'll find out. I mean, it's going to be in the next title update, which is coming in a couple weeks. So uh, we should, uh, we should be able to see soon. <laughs> TM. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm super intrigued, man. I really am. We'll see how this goes. Yeah. So what's your strategy? What mods are you planning on picking? I mean, the first ones will be fairly obvious. It'll be like, I'll, I'll look for ones that have all, all good secondaries. Yeah. yeah like, I, I feel like the one, 
like some of them that might be the most interesting might be like arrows honestly that already have speed solved um so then it's like what's that uh nothing i i accidentally switched out of what's showing on screen uh oh gotcha <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, anyways, the I feel like arrows might might be a good start, just because they if you can find an arrow with four good speed secondary or four good secondaries, um, or three good secondaries, and then you just get rid of all of that flat defense that you rolled on it or something, um, or otherwise. I mean, I think the other thing might be just like a bunch of mods that were on the edge of being good, like the one I just rolled, the one that was plus twenty two. And now still a plus 22 and it just added some random crap that i didn't need for that specific mod i actually right. think i actually think that going forward we're gonna need more we're gonna be sculpting more specific mods it's like okay what exactly does this character want because what i really want for this mod for him is speed and offense and like potency would normally be useful for it but why don't we take some potency off and see if we can spike some rolls on offense and speed instead? Yeah. Like, I feel like maybe maybe that kind of... I haven't really thought through my, my strategy, so I thought I'd meander my way through. So you'd sound smarter because it sounds like you probably <laughs> have a, a better strategy. Yeah. Well, so my first... The first mods I'm picking are ones that have four speed rolls, health percent, and offense percent. And then whatever the fourth is. And then that way, whatever whatever it goes to, I will be happy with. Increase my health, increase my offense, increase my speed. I don't care. Um, you know, that's, that's what I'm aiming for first. From there, then... That's that's gonna take a little while because they're they're not just gonna give you these away. Like you're you're not gonna be doing mm-hmm. five or six mods uh, per week. You know it's gonna be like the slicing where you get one or two. Um, and my guess is that they won't even be for sale at all, even for for money or anything for a little bit. Like we yeah. just earn them from one specific event, and the way right. they they just slowly roll them out. That's that's how they've done them in the past or that sort of thing in the past. But right. continue. I, yeah, no, I th- that's my guess as well. So I really want to focus on increasing my offense across the board. Uh speed speed is obvious. I'm going to I'm going to you know but every one of my mods that I care about also has speed on it. So I think if I if I aim for mods with offense, health and speed I, I don't think I can go wrong. <laughs> I can I can tell that you're in the same guild as Blade Block Baka, my friend. <laughs> he, he is hooked on offense. It's it's awesome. Um, it honestly, is. Uh, like <laughs> I think I think that that's. Um, I mean, after talk, like I think that that's something that's rubbed off from him. From like I don't even know if we've even had a talk about it, but like af- after like when I look at his mods and stuff, I'm always like, yeah, that's what he focuses on. And yeah, and like it, it brought that awareness level of the offense stat to me. Like, if you look at my offense, uh, you know, percent numbers on the mods, uh, since before I started focusing, once I start really started looking at it, like my numbers have gone way, way up because right. yeah, it makes it makes a big difference. Like, a huge, like a ton of percent offense is like 
you know, like one of my favorite mods ever is a speed mod with, you know, like 7% offense. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, it's just like, wow, this is like so nice. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm right there with you, man. I mean, just, just boosting that offense. And that's a step people don't really look at. Like when you're scouting, like, like when you're about to attack. Yeah. How often do you say like you click on a character you're like how fast are they? Do you also just like scroll down and say oh what's what what offense are they like? Right, you don't. Like sometimes, but a lot of times I'm like I I don't really know what that means anyways. I don't have you know like there are very few characters I'm like okay like I know you, I've heard you rattle off you know like you, the offense on your dark trooper or whatever yeah. like there's certain characters you have certain thresholds there of aiming for, but otherwise offense is largely just like hey look there's a huge number i don't know what that means yeah okay so i have a perfect mod because I, I kind of pulled up my mods to find examples of ones that i'm gonna go after um so my mod on my on my darth not my darth ball on my just ball um it's it's a protection arrow but the four stats are it has 21 speed, which rolled four times. It's got uh, percentage health, which rolled twice. It's got 5.76% offense, which rolled four times. And then it has a flat protection number that rolled once. And so you're damn straight. I'm rolling, trying to roll off that flat protection. And literally any of those stats it hits, I'm going to be like, man, this, this is so much better. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was trying to say is like you find one with three good other secondaries and one that had that's had some a boosted, you know, flat defense or flat protection, flat health, basically anything that's flat other than speed. And yeah, you're like, you know what? Uh, Yeah, I would have preferred a speed roll. But these other ones are pretty good, too. Like, it's hard to complain. Like, let's say that you have a 6B mod and you have one more roll. And yeah. you have you have already, you have, like, 4% offense on it. And you have 20 speed, 20-something speed. You could roll one on either of them. And you get the offense. It's like, I can't really argue with that. Like, that's kind of nice, actually. Like, sure, the gaudy speed would have been nice. Getting a plus 26, absolutely. But another two percent or whatever of offense, I, I'm not gonna not gonna complain about that. Right. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, or like another example is on my Wampa, I have it's a circle that has offense, flat defense, percent tenacity, and speed. And so again, if I roll off the flat defense and it hits tenacity, offense, or speed, I mean, I'm not gonna argue. That's, you know, so there's there's going to be a lot of fun, fun uh, re-rolls that we can have. And I cannot wait to do that. Um, I legitimately cannot wait. Oh, man, I'm excited. I'm there for it. Uh, this is, yeah, I mean, we talked about it a little bit in, what was it, the round table? I forget. It man. was I, the round table. Talk, but, well, yeah. oh, like mods in general okay so i mean people who are listening to our podcast are generally going to be more sympathetic toward toward my my expression of love toward mods but i really genuinely don't think this game would exist right now if mods hadn't shown up if they hadn't created them because because they make that they make 
the miserable meta. Like, you know how we hate ships? We're like, oh, freaking ships. Like, this just a stupid, like, you have to... I mean, we just talked about, like, some guilds who are, like, putting ruinous levels of relics on their pilots just to counter each other's <laughs> stupid, like... Oh, my God, what a mess today. Yep. Yeah, like, it, it just made me laugh out loud. I'm like, this is so crazy, but that's the, that's the, you know, it's like, okay, like, let's... Let's get to crazy high relics on one character that we don't want at Relic 9. I don't want IG-8 right. at Relic 9. And then I don't want Plo at Relic 8. I don't, I don't want that. I don't need that in my life. <laughs> and yet people have to do that to compete in ships because there's not mods. You can't just be like, guys, put a ton of speed on your right. Plo tune. You know, it's like, you can't do that. You're just stuck. And if that was the primary game mode, playing the game, like, I don't think we'd be there for it anymore. Like, hey guys, yeah. like how how many Poe Dameron like mirror match? Like, who's gonna go first? Coin flips? Can we really take in our life? Oh my god! I, I mean, nobody ships has been such an unpopular game mode for such a long time, and it's because well, it's, there's a couple of reasons. One is there's just not a diverse meta. Like there there just isn't. Um, but two is like you were saying, the mirror matches are literally just that, like exact mirrors, and it's so boring, <laughs> right? Well, like you, you discover some flaw in the AI where they don't play it as correctly as a human can play right. it, and like it's like the executor mirror match, it took a while, but once we figured out how to how to cheese it like you know just the the standard executor mirror match it's like yeah i'm gonna get a 70 or higher every single time without fail unless there's some weird rng thing but otherwise like it's gonna happen right it's just a formula as opposed to like you face someone and even if they place every single team the, the exact same it's just yeah. a cookie cutter build everyone places the same defense which would be boring, granted. But there is a level of interest there, though, to me, in that at least they, at least there's a, like variability of mods. It's like, well, just because they have Ray sat down, it doesn't mean that they have an offense build on her. She might be a health build. She might be a hybrid. She might have any number of other characters with her, but, but like the mods in general are the things. It's like, well, okay, against this Ray. I can't take Star Killer because Finn is way too fast. But against this Ray, I can I can take Star Killer. Like you have to weigh right. your options and figure it all out. And it's all because of modding. Yeah. So. so let me ask you this question because one of the biggest complaints I hear about is is modding. Um a lot of people say that modding is very complicated. You know, they literally now pay people to do the modding for them uh, because it, it modding right takes time and there's a lot to think about. Um, you know, is your, is your Bosque and grief fast enough so that when best or not best when Mando gains turn meter, he's not going to go before the Bosque. Like it, right. you, you literally have created a spreadsheet to figure this out. Um, Right. Like that's that's hard for the average person. And so now they're adding mod slicing rerolls essentially into the game. So 
I perf I, I personally think it's a great idea, but so we're adding another level of complexity into the game. Uh, you know, our friend Aldo said, I think last week, this game started as checkers and now it's become like five level chess. Like how how much more complex can they keep going? Like for me, the answer is a lot, but for the average player, how much more complex can they keep going? Uh, I mean, so we've, they feel like we've talked about it too. Of like, so, I mean, you and I were, we're built in a way that like we embrace that complexity. It's like, right. Yeah. Just bring it like that. That's cool. I, I'll do it. And uh, I, I really think that, you know, there's some really smart people out there who even who are smarter than us, who just don't enjoy that level of complexity. Like I, I've heard people say it and honestly it, it rings true to me of like, they say that like I don't want this level of complexity in a phone game, right? You know, like a lot of people just want to play a Star Wars game for you know, like hey, I I just watched Rebels. I want to get Phoenix and see what they can do. You know, like they don't want to be like, well, you know, I we've got to get the Malgus Datacron and get him relics Relic Nine and make sure he's modded just right with all the health and make sure he's got all the things just right. Like I enjoy it. And I don't know. I, you're right. Like I think I could handle more complexity, frankly. But <laughs> I, you know, people are people have been accusing me because I made a, an angry YouTube uh, <laughs> video of just like my disgust with CG's disingenuousness about something recently. But um, they're like, "See, you never really like Datacrons." I'm like, "No, I do still like Datacrons." I just don't like the way CG is interacting with us with them. Like, I think that their <laughs> their actions are disgusting, but Datacrons themselves add the complexity that I crave. So yeah. I, I like that part. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, there, there's a lot to complain about with Datacrons. Um, the, there legitimately is a lot, but there's a lot, there was a lot of, or is a lot of potential with them as well um yeah and i i don't know so and i'll kind of did compare datacrons to mods and i mean it, it's an inescapable comparison people are gonna make that right i just i i don't i don't know if datacrons are the same as mods in the sense like mods save the game i don't know if datacrons are also gonna save the game I, i'm uh, not sure i hmm. save the game i don't no, but I mean I've said it before. Like I was getting bored of this game, and they've added a new a new something to it. But to the same extent, they've chased people away, so it may be a you know a some zero type yeah. of situation. I, I will note that I've seen a lot of notable people coming back to the game after quitting out of disgust for <laughs> datacrons and maybe they'll be coming back or maybe they'll be quitting again i don't know and i'm not trying to do and i told you so that's not really yeah uh, but i i will note like i i i don't know i i need to see the numbers it doesn't seem like as it doesn't seem like datacrons are necessarily going to be the the death blow for the game and Frankly, Jared, I think the new focus on on PVE is going to do the community a whole lot of good. Yes, that that I agree with. Changing, well, so and it's not even changing the focus because they they've told us flat out like 
it's kind of cyclical where they work on PVE, then it switches to something else, then it switches to PVP, then it switches to something else, then they go to PVE. So it's, um, you know, it, it's a cyclical thing that we can kind of expect, but man, I was so glad to hear about the PVE updates and changes. I am, I'm very curious about the PVE and we'll bring up it since I already have it on screen, the new TB map. Um, I think that there's a lot of cool things that they can do with this new TB, the way that they were explaining it. And we'll see, we'll see if that's true. Um, but like, it's, it's literally built as they say to be modular to, to add on and move stuff and change things. Yeah. And I think that's really smart design, a really smart design for it. Um, you know, I like the idea of that. Like, in, in, in rather than be like, oh, man, all right, we got the new TB. We're not going to have a change to TB for the next two years. It could literally be, hey, guys, we swapped out the light side path for a Jedi path or, you know, whatever it is. That's just an example. Or we have this scoundrels path. We're going to we're going to take out the scoundrels path and we're going to add a something else path. And I like I like it because that way you can keep it fresh without redesigning the entire territory battle. Man, I'm I'm really excited for this. Like this seems like the final territory battle that we're gonna get. Like I, I was so limited in my thinking in terms of like, well, we're just gonna have another map. It's gonna be like Endor, and we're just gonna, you know. Right. Do, do the same thing, which I mean, that would have been fine, I think. But I love the idea of making it modular and making it so that sometimes we're just just out of the blue. We're like, all right, I guess that mo that that one is just gone for a while, at least, you know, like <laughs> right. we're, trying, we're doing something new. But like uh, so this this last week, I finally got a max. Uh, I got a max light say territory battle wave score which um maybe i should have had that before now but there's been a couple times i've been real close and then uh you know either fleet rng or the general skywalker against geonosian rng uh yeah. got me and you know one of those two and uh you know and, and it happened enough times that i've just for a while i stopped tr like truly trying and anyways i finally got it and i was like it was just this funny moment i was like i'm finally ready <laughs> but, <laughs> it's perfect timing except for we're not going to get this new tb i mean the, uh, they announced right. it they announced that it's coming they also said hey we're trying for the end of the year it may not be till the beginning of next year which i'm also right. i'm very cool with them giving us that much of a heads up no i i think it's good i mean yeah it's going to be real interesting to see how excited the community can remain or are they just going to get impatient and be like, what the hell CG? Why are you so, why are you so bad at organizing things? You can't even make the game anymore. Like, <laughs> well, you know, that's going to happen. <laughs> uh, I'm, I bet it's already happening on Reddit. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Um, I'm positive that they're the second, the next TV starts, they're going to be like, this isn't the scoundrel TB. <laughs> I well, it's and it's not going to meet expectations. I, I will say this as a as a content creator, there's only so much you can do with a territory battle that lasts for three years. Yeah. Like, 
at like okay so i i'm like okay i'm good enough at it that my alt even at 7.4 million i ended up getting 71 waves um yeah and part of that was me being negligent with the cam mission but that's totally beyond besides the <laughs> point um like i i just totally i missed i i was i faked myself out i'll, I'll tell that story later maybe but um <laughs> I have 71 waves, which is three short of of the max on that account. And it's like, I mean, that, that's pretty, like, I, I know how, it, I know all the mechanics pretty well. And yet when I made a video about it, there were a ton of little things that people corrected me on. And it's like, we as a community know this so well. It, we can <laughs> do it in our sleep. This is yeah. so, like, yeah. It's still a little bit engaging and fun to see just how perfect of a run you can get, I guess. But I mean, it never really held my attention. I'm like, well, I just spent an hour doing something that I always have to do once a month. Like that was really boring. Right. Um, I'm excited for them to maybe introduce a new thing. It's like, oh, hey, like we're now we're fighting smugglers this time instead of, you know, like the B1 battle droids that Yoda does his force leap and then he does a bonus attack and then he spreads his buffs and he does a bonus <laughs> attack and right. then he double taps and then he does you know and because he does the bonus attack he's close to turn meter and he gets another and it's like what i would like new mechanics and as a content yes. creator that's also very appealing because we have to be adaptable i i like <laughs> that's that's what i've loved about pvp is like I said, there's the complexity level of everyone chooses to do different things. PVE, it's tough when they always do the same things that stuff. Right. Yeah. Uh, and the other really cool thing about this is they're they're doing it in like kind of a story style of, you know, it's set between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. And right now it's starting out as the Empire hunting down the last of the jedi but as they add modules to this like they get to progress the story and i think that's that's a really clever way for them to have done it um we'll see how often they progress the story that's right. that's the next part of it but i think it's a really clever way for at least the the model of how it could happen or yeah. what they can do so I, I was thinking about it. I just re, I I put out a video last night about which GLs you should be focusing yeah. on. You know, just like a strategy. And really, I mean, people get get the get a little butt hurt over the order of things. And I'm like, what this is really is is a discussion of like here's why each thing is relevant, and here's here's yeah. like my arbitrary order and the, you know the way it can kind of work. But would I really hold a new player to that specific list? Like. I, there's a lot of different ways you can go uh the thing that really made me think a lot though was that this is this is so cool because uh like this this opens the an avenue of approach of like there's a ton of squads that fit in between the the episode three and episode four little corridor yeah. of content um you know you can fit everything else in but like lord vader is i think going to be really important not just because lord vader himself is like part of all of this this push of the empire you know right taking over the galaxy there's also the idea that bad batch is around it during this time period and you have to farm bad batch for lord vader yeah. so you know there's that and then cassian is also uh like we we're having the andor show out yeah. in a week or so and you, you guarantee i guarantee there's going to be some content from that and we're, that's going to be relevant to this territory battle as well um, and I, I guarantee you it's a cassian 
TB Omicron that you're going to want to apply for that ad rad team to work. <laughs> oh, there you go. I like that. Uh, yeah, um, I mean, I, I mean, we're. I think we're going to need to apply a couple TB Omis. I don't know if it, if any of them currently exist that we want to apply, but right. My my not so bold prediction is that we're going to apply one or two for the Probably. sake of our guild. I, I think Probably. that's going to happen. Um. Yeah. It, it's going to be. It's, it's going to be it's actually going to be interesting and that is that is good i think this road ahead that they sent out was a great timing but it had a lot of good information to make people happy as well because i mean we can't avoid it for too long but we have to talk about set four and the kind of ridiculousness of set four I'm glad that it's 3v3 to break us in a little more slowly. I am, and I'm not, because I I know how to beat Lord the Lord Vader Kron in 5v5. I don't know how to beat it in 3v3. Yeah, I so. mean, I, I, think, I think it may be more healthy initially just to plan a two-shot. Well, so... Yeah, I, I do agree, but how are you going to two-shot this man when he's just spamming <laughs> AoE after AoE after AoE? Like, it's... Oh, man. I I am not looking forward to that yeah. fight. Because he, he literally solos in 5v5 JMK and JML teams. So, what and, I... So, <laughs> it's, it's not going to be an easy cleanup. Right. Uh, well, so so yeah. Um, my my thought, and I don't I don't really know exactly how it works. Um, exact. But so if you can get him alone, uh, I mean, there's not a ton of teams that beat. But but like if you have the Bando, Kron that can go with Fennec, yeah, I, I, that seems like maybe that could clean it up because he is at least immune to ability block. Yeah, and they're gonna you're gonna be immune to damage quite a bit. Maybe I don't know if you take grief because grief will have his cooldowns reset and everything a lot as well when that happens, or maybe right. he'll be perma ability block. I, I'm not exactly sure, but that seems like a potential method of approach. Yes, yeah, I no, I, I agree that that is absolutely pot a potential. Um, but man, I do. It's going to be like the first time, the first week of 5v5, where everybody just had half cleared boards because Malgus stood in the front. Because we just didn't know. You know, in that first week, we didn't know. And everybody was trying what worked in 3v3. And then it was like, hey, why isn't this working in 5v5? It worked in 3v3. <laughs> um, and I, I think we're going to get a lot of that. Like, I'm, I'm legitimately thinking about just sticking my Lord Vader on the top um yeah because shut shut them down from ships and it, it's not going to be a surprise like lord vader's going to be on defense you know lord vader's going to be on defense so it's it's not like a ooh, i got you type of thing um just stick them down in front of ships and or i have to do the math i forget in 3v3 if the top or the bottom is more um uh, in 5v5 the, the top is more is it? But it is. Yeah. Um mm. so I'll do the math and place Lord Vader down on whatever whatever path is worth more points to 
Because if they fail on it, you know, they're not getting through. And you can you can win by just clearing their top potentially efficiently. So I'm not I'm not looking forward to this. Um and I, I've been saying since they announced this set, like I don't want to fight this Lord Vader. Like, I just don't. I, I just don't. Um Yeah. So 3v3 actually scares me more than 5v5 because 5v5, I know a couple counters and they're expensive. But it's kind of like when we had Super Ray and people were just like, you know what? I'm just going to use JMK on Ray. It's super expensive, but that's fine. It's going to work. I know the counters in 5v5 because everybody has this Lord Vader in Arena now. It's an expensive counter, but if it works, great. I don't I don't know 3v3 yet. This week is gonna be a very interesting week. Oh, it will be. Yeah, there's um there's a lot. That this week is gonna it's gonna be a really interesting week because we, we there's a lot of questions to answer. Like um Malgus, for instance. Last 3v3 we had Malgus. Uh, I don't know if it was for two or three full weeks. Or sorry, one or two full weeks. Uh, it wasn't three. Uh, but I do know that eventually I was able to just use Jedi Knight Luke lead and it was real easy to be able to beat but, right. all, all Malgus teams, but they didn't have the Datacron yet. And the Datacron changes things significantly. Oh, yes. Yes, it does. Spamming the the AoE, or not the AoE, the big hit, is that's legitimately scary. That's, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> That's, I mean, there's no other way to put it. Like, yeah, that's 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 going to be a scary team. Um, so I I don't know how to beat Malgus. Like, and then so if somebody if the bot if their bottom front is Lord Vager, Vager, good Lord, Lord, Lord Vader, Vager. Malgus, yeah, <laughs> he's drinking Jaeger. That's what it is. Uh, Lord, <laughs> Lord Vader, Malgus, and a dash with the level nine. And then they put a GL in the back. Like I'm just not clearing. Like that's we can all agree right now. I'm I'm just not clearing. Um, and everybody's going to set that on defense. Everybody is going to set that on defense. Like you know they're going to set it on defense. So, so uh, you're right. I think I think the biggest thing right now, like for three v three, the mindset. I, I know that people have been putting crazy defenses down. Oh, by the way, thank you, Gom, for that raid. Welcome yeah. to the Operation Metaverse people. Um. I think the the biggest question is, can we? Okay, so so you're right. Lord Vader on defense, really strong, really strong. Uh, and so is Dash. Can can we use Lord Vader to just like grab Dash and wring his little neck for <laughs> for like max banners? Can we get fifty nine banners with doing that? Like yes, uh, yes, you can. Because if we can, then maybe we just do that and stop ourselves from having that headache. Like, right. yes, yes, you're giving your opponent less of a headache as well. But at the end of the day, like, I have my own, like, life sure. enjoyment to look out for. So, <laughs> like, like, that's going to be my fleet strategy. <laughs> that's, uh, oh, yeah, uh, it, that's exactly it. That's very, very same principle. Yep. Um, yeah. And, th- and that very well could be. Um, because, I mean, we've reached a point, and I think it's a little bit about what we talked about before of just information overload, where 
there's a bunch of people that are just setting everything down on defense, not because it is, you know, like the, the most viable strategy out there. It, they're literally just saying, here's everything on defense. I don't want to think about this. We'll both clear the top. And hopefully I win. Um, and I think that's going to carry over into 5v5. Or 3v3, sorry. I, I just... I don't... Okay, so one of the th- one of the very few times that you hear Crom ha- say like a, a potential negative about Data Crons, like yeah, he, he hasn't said hardly yeah. anything negative. Like the the closest he normally gets is like, well, we'll evaluate, which isn't even negative. It's just like, oh, well, maybe maybe there, there's a potential for prop. But one of the right. things that he did say was like, people are like, well, if there's an endless loop, are you going to fix it? And he, you know, he's like, well, we might just wait for four months or three months. I think it was three at the time, but yeah. um. Like we might just wait for the three months, that, you know, but we don't really like endless loop. Like he kind of said like something bad about endless loops. <laughs> and this hit. And this one. <laughs> well, it's like how That's... Vader is kind of already close anyways to having right. an endless loop. Like it, against Geos, you do get an endless loop yes. kind of thing. And so you give cooldown reduction. He can go into Merciless Massacre while he's in Merciless Massacre. Right. Like it is crazy. He can just go forever until you time out, or, yeah. or, you know, or you kill the team. And uh, like, it just, my mind breaks because I could have spotted that. I don't do game design. I don't really think about these things until they happen. I'm like reactive. I'm like, oh, okay. Like we could figure, like, I saw this coming a million miles away. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> CG saw it and they just don't care. Like, this is not going to be fun. You can't put it on defense and have it work, I guess, is the only good thing. But Right, yeah, and he doesn't. The only way he will go into Merciless Massacre is if you have a tenacity up on a character, and he doesn't apply enough debuffs to reset the Force Crush. That is, right. it, that that's, like, the only way. Um, and, God, I mean, it's... At least, like you said, that's an offense one. Like, Vader is going to be a free offense win. Um, yeah. It's it, it doesn't matter, like, what team... Uh, he doesn't beat Lord Vader. Not on his own, at least. It's not a solo. Uh, and I, I don't know about in 3v3. Uh, but he's just going to go in and kill a team. Especially if you have the level nine where he gets the bonus turn after he's been killed, because no matter what they do, he's going to get the first turn. No matter what they do, he's going to get a turn and he's going to get enter merciless. Um, so like you can't put Sith Eternal on defense. You just can't because Vader's going to solo it. Um, well, so five. hold on, it won't solo it in. Or will he solo it in three v three? He will. Okay. Just I mean, he... uh, assuming that they don't have a character with tenacity up or something like that, you know, that there's probably going to be ways to stop it. But if it's just the average team, because when Vader dies, um, he gets cleansed of all of his debuffs. So, like, if let's just say, for example, it's C Dooku and um you know, uh, Darth Sidious. And 
you know, Sidious is like, haha, I got healing immunity on you. And Dooku's like, I have shock and ability block on you. You're dead. Vader comes back and he's like, I, I had those things on me. Um, and now it's been cleansed. And so here I get to go. And by the way, Dooku, you can't counter my force crush. Um, so in 3v3, it's it's going to be less loopy, but not completely less loopy. Uh, 5v5, he's just going to loop the hell out of like everything. That'll be fun. It's yeah, I, and my favorite, my favorite one is this Tarkin team. So before a video went out about it, I, I had sent you screenshots because I was, I was, it's the first thing I thought of. Um, and so I tested the hell out of it, and it it works stupidly well. That one's not going to loop in three v three, or at least it shouldn't loop in three v three. There's not enough debuffs to make it happen. Right. Um, but it's, that is such a stupid loop team. Um, you literally just put it on auto for like four minutes, and then Piet has given three hundred stacks, and Tarkin says, "Okay, here's my AOE." Um, but at least with that one, there's a lot of ways to prevent it, depending on what team you're on. Like just JTR on a Ray team stops it. Mm. A high deflection rate on the Lord Vader team stops it because the AOE can be evaded. Like there's it, it's kind of like if you don't kill the entire characters or the entire other team, you lose type of situation. So at least that one you can stop. Like Darth Vader is just once he gets going, if the person plays it right, he's like the energizer bunny. He's not stopping until your team is dead. Yeah, uh, or he times out, I guess. But but yeah, right, right. Um, yeah. So so it's gonna get it's gonna get silly, and so I do I do think we need to stress a little bit of patience with people because like the the Ray Datacrons seemed this overpowered as well when they first came out and they were extremely powerful but then people figured out a way to counter them for 65 banners and then the turn meter datacrons are stupidly overpowered like just stupidly overpowered but we kind of figured out a way to get through them and so just like all the other sets the counters are going to develop and now this set is around for four months, so you have an extra month to develop the counter as well. Uh, so this first week is going to suck, but don't you know? Don't lose all hope, uh, ye who enter Grand Arena. It's we're we're going to come up with a solution, just not on the first day. I mean, feel free to lose hope if you want. Right. If you're if you're my opponent, go ahead, lose hope. Don't try. Um, if that's but, your thing, yeah, <laughs> losing hopes, like yeah, that's just my jam. I'm like, all right, yeah. Cool, uh, but as a community, we're gonna figure out a counter, like like the Tarkin Loop team. We figured out like three different counters to stop it on the first day. Like the video came right. out, and three hours later, we already knew how to stop it on three different teams. Like it's, you know, um, so. We'll, we'll figure out counters. The, the one thing that does worry me is EP Tarkin Mara on defense. 
like put that in the back and it's kind of like the Tuscan team where if you, if you don't have the right team for it to counter it that's just going to endless loop you for 5 minutes. Yeah, they're just going to keep going. Yeah, it's no joke, right. man. Yeah. I wonder yeah, like that that's going to be real interesting. Like I wonder if Wampa beats that. Uh so if it gets the Tarkin, Wampa doesn't beat. Oh, well actually with the tenacity maybe he does. I think but I think you do have to like bring in a solo counter, but it's still EP Mara. Like Tarkin might be a joke, but it's still EP Mara. Oh yeah, with all the assists and everything, and and yeah, they have they have a pretty high potency, so they might if they can stick debuffs right away, then yeah, right. they could they could be in trouble. Well, I guess right. I guess Mara does have tenacity down as well. Um, yeah, so they could, they could maybe stun lock you, they get right. shock, and then <laughs> do a two turn stun. Yeah, we're gonna use nice. we're gonna use Vader to counter that team. That's what's gonna be. Go ahead, kill me, and then I'm gonna loop you. <laughs> Uh, I'm not even joking there. Uh, no, I mean it, it's a little bit sad, but yeah, yeah, that's yeah, um, yeah. I, it's uh, this week is going to be messy. Like it, there, there's no other way to put it. This week is just going to be messy. So something, well, not to mention we're going to have the turn meter spam that we had last season as well. Um, yes. Or the last three v three, but like for for just one more seat, like set two is still in play. Um, so the, yeah, the set is going to be a mess. One thing that you mentioned, and this is something I've been thinking about too, is dash. If you have the dash Omicron, mm-hmm. sorry, the Datacron, uh, where he he loop he gets his bonus turns every time someone else takes a turn. Um, he actually he doesn't use his own turn meter. He, he's like a parasite. Like he doesn't he doesn't need speed at all. Like the other other versions of dash like he's so naturally fast like you can make him crazy fast you don't need crazy speed on him i might be too lazy to change my mods on him yeah but if you wanted to max him out putting offense mods is i think going to be the wise choice for him just because he's going to be able to consistently take turns and do damage without actually having to use his own speed or turn meter yes yeah he right and i that's actually i don't plan on changing mods for this 3v3 um except for dash i'm gonna slow down and then i can speed up somebody else i don't i haven't put thought into who that somebody else is yet but um because i don't need him in the 350s like i can i can drop him down to 320 or something so i'm not gonna make him a complete potato but definitely definitely can steal when you have the the bonus turn you can definitely steal mods from dash yeah mm-hmm. i think uh, so yeah i it's god that bash bash good lord that's what he does he bashes people dash is a lot of fun on offense by the way he is a lot of fun on offense um and actually tie fighter pilot is as well if you have the tie fighter pilot bonus star and i ran a lord vader mirror with tie fighter pilot today and it was it was actually kind of fun because it's like TIE Fighter Pilot interrupted um the frenzy turn from Maul. So it's like Lord Vader went and AoE'd, which activates Maul's frenzy, but TIE Fighter Pilot got to go first. <laughs> well, because well, it's turn meter versus bonus turn, and bonus turn is right. it goes before any amount of turn meter loading. So yeah, that makes yeah. sense. 
Yeah, and um, there there's going to be all sorts of funky things happening. Like if you take Dash against the Maul team or Tie Fighter Pilot, um, when Maul is unloading stacks, there's going to be times that they get turns. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, there's going to be all sorts of funky things that come that come out in the next two weeks. Uh, yeah, I, I just so lurking in the back of all of this is just the like the people we face are going. Some of the people are going to sculpt some of these where it's like not only do they have the Lord Vader mastery set and they have crazy mods on them to start with, um, you know, and and he has the cooldown reduction. Like he has the perfect data chronic for terms of mechanics. Yeah. They're also just going to add, like, hey, by the way, we also have a hundred dodge or a hundred deflection, and you know, have, have fun with that. Yeah, that's like, yep. To to me, like that that's the sort of thing that will make me quit before any of the weird mechanic stuff because I like, can usually game plan around those, like. I mean, not that I'm going to quit, really, but like that's that's right. the sort of thing that's going to be like phones will break, phone people yes. people yes. will hate life because of it. Yeah, I think we said it last week or the week before. Like, who ever said, "Hey, the dodge meta that was a lot of fun. Can you bring that back?" <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it just goes hand in hand with that stupid disingenuous right. post of their ultimate goal is to create a fun game. Like, uh. it it's just not their goal they, they don't care about that they want us to be pissed off so we spend money so that we can next time i fight someone with 100 percent dodge i'm gonna have 100 percent accuracy to counter it yeah yes yeah um yeah the the dodge i took troopers against the lord vader uh and it worked by the way like in 5v5 not 3v3 troopers with the the jedi Turn meter still still beats Lord Vader, assuming you go first and all well, second and all the good stuff. Um and it was so frustrating because my dark got dodged three different times. Okay. And you know, once that happens, like you you can't win. It's physically not possible. If you're if Royal Guard dodges your dark three separate times, like you're just like, okay, that's 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 the loss. What are you gonna do? Um, and it was arena testing, so I didn't care. Like I was just seeing if it worked. And so I think I won two out of three times, but the one time I lost was because of that dodge. And I think the Kron had fifty percent dodge. Um, so just imagine one with like seventy percent. It's or dash. Dash is a perfect example because on his mastery. He's he's an evasion support character. Um so he gains evasion as his mastery. So at R8, he has a natural 21% evasion. So you add a Kron with 25% evasion, and you're at almost 50% evasion right there. Um yeah, it's it, it, Many many curses are going to be uttered. My only hope is that it's by my opponents more than me. Um, yeah, it's not fun though. There's nothing no, fun no, it's about not. it. No, uh, yeah, that's gross, man. I hate it. I'm I'm pretty grossed out. CG, I like. Th- 
this makes me feel like you don't care about the game. Yeah, I, no, this 100%, 100% agree, because if you actually played the game like you say you do, and people people might have accounts, like I believe they have an ac- accounts and sign into the game, but when has anybody liked the Dodge? Like, when has anybody ever liked it? When has anybody said anything good about it? Because we had it in the game. And now they're keeping it in the game, and they're like, not only are we keeping it, we're we're bumping it up to fifty percent. Like, oh my god! Like, don't. There's a difference between frustration spending, which we're actually probably going to talk about, um, because I know there's lots of rants about the TW rewards. Like, there's a difference between frustration spending and frustration. Frustration spending is just, I'm really impatient. Give me my thing now. Here's some money. For for a company, frustration spending in mobile is like one of their most common money tactics. Um, people being frustrated in the game, though, is what, what makes them go away. <laughs> That's... You don't... You want frustration spending. You don't want people actually being frustrated in the game. Because what they instead what they say is, "Hey, look at look at this fancy game, this fancy other game over here. I can go complete a puzzle for the next hour, and there's no dodge. I just have to complete a puzzle, or I can play Candy Crush, or and reset my phone and give myself five oh. five more attempts if if I lose five times. Like yeah. it's there's so many other options out there." I bet and... I bet Thanos doesn't dodge all my crap if I try to hit him. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know anything about Marvel Strike Force. I just like I. It, you have to think. Yeah. I mean, that. Yeah, that, there's got to be a ton of games that don't play that kind of ridiculousness. You're right. Right. So, don't don't those games don't have guard. That is very true, Prime. Um, Good point. But don't like don't alienate your customers i've been in sales because being a lawyer is also being in sales never alienate customers that it's never a good thing um and they're they're not going to do anything about it for four months like they're they're this entire set is built around dodge like even the mechanics are built around dodge like it's here it's here for four months and they they honestly thought it was a good idea, which is frustrating as hell. <laughs> oh, it is. I I don't know what to think. I'm just annoyed. But um, we should probably like. I hope everyone notes we're annoyed by the dodge stuff and we yes. hate it and we're not content. But maybe maybe it's not going to help to to continue discussing it right now. We there's more interesting right. stuff going on. There, there is. We we can move on and complain about the dodge when it costs us a match next week. Um, that's right. Or it wins us a match. It very well could. Um, <laughs> Grundy. <laughs> uh, but so, <laughs> yeah. One thing that is very common in the community is talking about the slowdown of resources, and you 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 know, it's funny. Um, 
I actually don't care about that as much. <laughs> um, so for those of you that don't know, they took out the the Mark 1 and 2 and 3 I, I forget what they're called, leveling abilities out of TW and they cut the T, they cut the cash in half from TW and the red box on Conquest. And they kind of um you know that is that has been quite the uproar quite the uproar in the community lately and I'm honestly not I don't have a pitchfork. Um I know I know you do have a pitchfork so I figured it would kind of be fun to talk about this topic as well. Oh dear lord. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I I got so many views on that video. And and actually after I after I made the video and I just, you know, I made a I made a thumbnail that says WTF and disingenuous yeah. and then the title of it's just this is pretty bad. Like I don't it's like total clickbait, unintentional, but like <laughs> I like that had nothing on the actual like visual representation to actually <laughs> to actually tell people what it was about. So I got a huge number of clicks on it right away. Yeah. Um relative for my channel at least and uh gosh i just it's so i'm so discouraged by it like okay so they they tell us they, they make up this stupid question right where where it's like you know that they're like hey here's our here's the data that we've collected guys and here are the conclusions that we drew we're gonna fix the game like we're gonna get we're gonna make it a utopia for everyone uh you know everyone will have so much joy and one of them is a question that no one ever asks a, a question that no one would ask unless you didn't play the game in the first place right. and uh, you know it's like well where do i get the different materials it's confusing for for datacrons and, and they're like well good news glad you asked we're gonna separate those half half of them are going in conquest mm -hmm. half of them are going in territory wars and then they immediately went back on their word and said and and put some of them in conquest that shouldn't have been there anyways. But but then we've been waiting this whole time to see what the new rewards were going to be for territory wars. And it's like, well, we're probably going to get the, uh, you know, we're probably going to get a ton of reroll materials because we can't get them in conquest. We can't grind them. We can only spend money on them right now. So territory war rolls, rolls around. I'm like, this is going to be awesome. This is the one that we're going to want to win territory wars. It's going to be so great. And you jump in and it's the exact same rewards as last time, just without any of the cool materials that we earned previously. We just get some rerolls and that's it. And I, it's, it's just terribly disappointing, honestly. I, I'm... So here's where I'm less. <laughs> the, why I don't have you know, the pitchfork on this, quite frankly. Um, part of the problem is we all have this mentality of give it to me now, give it to me now, give it to me now, right? So if you actually look at the amount of materials that you're getting to shape these datacrons, you're actually getting double the reroll materials from TW that you did prior. Right, because you now have double the TWs and it's the same amount in the rewards. And so you're actually, they are doubling the amount of the rerolls. Um, and 
on this podcast, both you and I said prior to this announcement that if they extend the time that you have to farm the materials, we understand that they're not going to keep the same pace of giving you the materials because that would be silly. Um, and, and so we both said that. And so that's now what they did. Um, and so mm. because they, they did, they slowed down, they slowed down the data cache sort of, because the one thing that nobody talks about when they say, well, they took, they took our materials out of the TWs uh, to upgrade things. And that's annoying. But that's because set one, set one dismantle both set one and set two dismantle into this set. Like from the two dismantles, I'm going to get forty million in cash and more, literally more Mark One upgrade materials than I could spend at possible. Because when set two dismantles, I'm going to get over three, uh, over three thousand Mark One materials. That's literally more than 30 level three data crowns. Um Well, it, okay, so you're right. Like over time, you're like, I, I'm fine with a decreased amount. If everyone is at a decrease, that's fine. I mean, it, it makes it harder for my main account and slightly harder for my alt because I'd like to have the advantage for data crowns. The thing is, they don't give us an option to farm the, the level threes. There's no option sure. to farm I, at all. And if I'm, I'm not, in a guild that yeah. doesn't, if I don't get a good roll on which guild I get paired against, like I, I, I'm not almost, almost nobody is at, in a such a luxury situation where they can just guarantee all their wins. Like you're in a good guild that can do that, but most people can't. And like pinning my hopes on my pretty tame guild getting wins in territory wars so that i can have these things with that so i don't have to spend money i think that's the thing that i really feel sure and so i mean i there there are a few things there but i completely agree taking the ability to farm the level nine re oh seven eight and nine re-roll materials out is is an issue um i was more specifically talking about how the the tw materials like they cut the data cache in half from tw and the red box and it's like yeah but i got a ton of free data cache when this started as well um sure. and uh but the the level the mark three re-roll materials i do i do agree with you on that uh i 100% i what i was saying doesn't involve that um okay. i it, but it's more of the i've seen so many about the data cache was toned back and the the materials were taken out of tw completely and it's like guys if you look at the drop rates for sector 3 Everyone kind of skips over sector three in their farming because uh, they, they prioritize something else. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten 20 Mark one and 20 Mark twos at the same time. Like they've actually increased the rates of the materials. This is, this is the evil genius part of CG in that they've actually increased the rate of that you get the materials and 
cut back the data cache and cut back the reroll material. So you're actually getting more. You're getting more that you can level up and you're being restricted on making those increased materials prettier for lack of a better word. That's that's where the evil genius and frustration spending comes in because CG is like, yeah, you're not going to feel a difference in the number of data crowns you can level up. Um, in fact, you're going to be able to level up a ton more. Like I still, I still have so many materials that I can't even use right now. Um, that's that's where CG kind of kicked in. Like they were like, "Here's all the materials to level up your datacrons. Um, good luck." And so, I I think we have to change our strategy too, based on all this. Um, it and it's it's going to be about getting more level sixes and more level nines than you did in the past and just accept the bad rolls sometimes. Like I I have two dash because I tried two re-rolls with, I couldn't get it. And I was like, well, I, can't, I don't have any more materials. Let me just form another dash. And I got the right dash the third time, uh, thankfully. I think, I think we are going to see a shift in how, how we're handling these data crowns. Sure. Uh, so, I mean, for you and I, it's it's very possible to get multiple level nines if we're willing to grind conquest, um, you know, quite a bit. And I mean, that's where I'm at right now. I'm like, I have it on autopilot already. Like, I just need I need resistance and first order wins. That's all. That's all I need. Oh, um, yeah. You know, so three more days and I'll have it. Um, uh, which means I can just basically just grind whatever. And so now I'm just re-rolling, I'm, I'm grinding re-roll mats in, on sector five because, I mean, that is the best way to do it is you build a, a Datacron up to nine and then you're able to, uh, you know, you can then spend all of your stuff. Um, uh, like you spend your re-roll mats on nine first and then on the lower stuff because you can grind the lower stuff like that. Right. That, that is valid. Uh, the problem is my alt just really doesn't have that luxury. Like we, you know, have to spend. I, I can't. I can't do a, an extra three rerolls. Like I can't spend another three hundred crystals on refreshes every time. And even if I did, my account isn't really big enough and or robust enough to be able to handle that level of grinding. Like I don't have the right. I don't have enough teams. Kind of. Yeah. You know, so like it could be a challenge that that does work to some degree, and and I I do think it's valuable to switch your to switch the mindset. You know that that approach. I think that's wise. Um, I I just I do I feel the pain of the the level like for for accounts that are only ever gonna get a couple level nines even across two months. Those level, those those extra rerolls on the on those level nines, it like it hurts to lose those. You know, it's, it hurts to not have multiple attempts on that. It's not it's not like well, I rolled two dashes, I guess I'll get a third. Like it's like well, I, I rolled two of them, and that's literally the end. Yeah, but I've seen so. It also depends on where you are in the game, obviously. But like, I've seen people in various stages of endgame and, and by various i mean like eight million like between eight and nine million like well last set i had three level nines and 
you you're getting an extra month i think part of the problem is a lot of people are looking at it like oh my god conquest ends in a week like i i i don't have that much time to grind you're gonna have another conquest to get a lot of this set and i'm also wondering if the rates are different because this is literally going to be the only set ever where two sets dismantle into it. Could be it. I mean, that would be nice because if they kind of said that, but you're right. It could be. I, it would be nice if they said a lot of things. Um, but, like, we... The set, since there's two sets folding into this one, we're getting so many resources. And not not even just like my next one where I'm going to get 28 million in data cash on the first day of this next set. Um, like it's everybody is going to get more resources just from set one and set two than, than they do from regular farming. Now they also took, took the Mark three rerolls out of the, the transition, which is annoying, but you know, what are you going to do there? Uh, like uh, That's the part I said, I already said, I don't agree with. So, and again, everybody's going to be in the same boat, right? Like if, if you're a 5 million account, you're not going to be up against the guys that have eight level nines. It, like, you're just, right. and if you are, that person probably is our, also a 9 million GP account and you are going to struggle anyway. Um, like everybody around you is going to be in the same boat. It's just going to be uh, it, it's just going to be like oh god this sucks because this first week I rolled this and he rolled that and his is better. Um, it's you know, but week two or week five, it's going to be like, oh, look at this. I'm I'm with my peers again. And so, uh, you know, I, I think take a breath and realize they're giving us two months to farm these now. It's two months to farm these. And the people that are rushing, we're going to we're going to rush up the leaderboard anyway. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Like uh, all the long term stuff that that could be the case. I also like. GAC isn't a month from now it's tomorrow you know like for me like yeah. I, I want uh, it would be nice to be able to have some usable materials some usable stuff uh, you know um and without being able to farm that like we have the full week of conquest in there you can't farm it um you know sure in a month maybe I'll do well in GAC but maybe I've already plummeted into a rhodium at that point I don't know um one way or another, I, I don't like, I, I want to be able to farm Mark threes. I think to me, that's the most objectionable thing. Almost everything else is, as you say, actually just like a more long-term, like settled in thing, like including data cash. I don't love the fact that it's harder to grind data cash, uh, like from conquest, but yeah, like taking the long-term approach, that's fine. We can, we can get there. Um, yeah, mostly right. it's just the bar three material rerolls. That yeah, though I'll be honest three. with you, <laughs> those Mark three material rerolls, like 
I farmed the hell out of Sector 5 last Conquest. And I think in total, I got maybe 40 Mark III reroll materials. And that was with doing two refreshes every day on in Sector 5. Like, I, I never got that many Mark III rerolls, even when you could farm them. Um, so, I, because if you remember, that node had Mark I, Mark II, and Mark III rerolls plus, and that was only in one box. So you were, you only had at best a one-third chance to get that. And then they had the other box that had the, the Mark III leveling materials whatever they're called sure but you, you here's the thing like my alt just spent crystals to buy a reroll a mark three reroll on dash because i have zero i have zero uh available like there there's nothing available if i want to use dash on week one i had to buy that and i got lucky i got the right reroll on dash that that was luck that's that was super lucky but like i I, I could have presumably been able to grind 20 of them elsewhere, but they're, they're just not available. So anyways, it probably doesn't do much good for us to con continue going in circles. But yeah, I mean, oh, th this set does require some adaptability. And I, I think one thing I will say about it is I think that, yeah, we have to change our strategies. CG's not doing themselves many favors by giving us so many variables to com to consistently or to uh, to potentially complain about and be frustrated with it's like hey give us dodge meta give us some really broken loop mechanics and give sure. us and don't let us reroll mark 3s don't give us you know make us switch our all of our farming strategies all, everything um they, they could approach it a little better i think but Oh. Well, that's, yes. I mean, this set is, this set has a lot of fun in it, but it also has a lot of crap. Um, and so that, I mean, that I agree with. It's it's hard not to. Um, because they, they, they're, they're down a path, man. They're, they've gone all in on certain topics and I don't, I don't know if that is best. Um, Right. Uh, yeah. I hope they have an FAQ sometime so I can just ask them where I can get all the various uh, materials for Datacrons. Well, actually, you know, I need, I've had to sell some Datacrons recently because I've been grinding sec the Sector 1 node. Um, so I, I really need to ask them if they can just stop giving us Datacrons. Like, I... Do you know how hard it is to click the dismantle button? God, it's it's disgusting. They need to they need to make it so I never have to dismantle one again. <laughs> you know what's funny is my alt has more uh datacrons on set four than my main account does. <laughs> that is that is <laughs> legitimately funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm cracking up by it because uh, uh, yeah, like my main just I farm I farm one at a time. And then I'm like, okay, I'm just going to boost this all the way up and then I'll get the next <laughs> one. And like, I, I just haven't had the opportunity, but because Sarah's doing the, her conquest thing and I, I don't know what her strategy is. I'm sure it's brilliant. Yeah. She's going to, I'll get uh, like on this account. I can't believe I'm going to get Swolo. Um, 
without having bet or having Ray or or Kylo. But uh, you know, so she's doing her thing, and I just have more datacrons. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what to do with this. I don't know what to do with my yeah. hands. Yeah. <laughs> I guess what I should do actually before lock, I'll turn these level zeros into level threes because I have I have more than enough data cache and materials, and oh, yeah. try try to spike a few that have uh, that'll give me some accuracy and stuff. Those... Yeah, absolutely. Accuracy is a. I already have my datacron scheduled for Supreme Leader Kylo. Like I, I literally it's my only favorite datacron. That way, when I use Supreme Leader Kylo, I can find it easy. And it's because it has like eighteen percent accuracy. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, yeah. But gosh, the the thing that's weird about this the the dodge stuff is, I, I was like, man, we got to be ready. We're gonna have like I have a couple really fast accuracy arrows actually. I, like I didn't like actively yeah. seek them out, but I was like, oh. Okay, I'll roll this. Oh wow. Okay, you got plus twenty something on your on it. I guess I'll keep it around. Like I have enough accuracy arrows right now, but the way the datacrons work, it affects the whole team. Like, unless it's a specific contributor that I absolutely always need to hit, like it, it's kind of a wasted mod almost. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. we, you and I talked about maybe Supreme Leader Kylo gets an accuracy arrow because he needs to be able to kill Lord Vader. Uh, like a dodge Lord Vader. Right. But even then, like, plus 36 accuracy is probably not enough to counteract 100% dodge. <laughs> it very well may not be. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Anyways, this set's... The set is going to be a mess, but everybody's going to be a mess as well because that's how the set is designed. Um, Agreed. Uh, all right. So we should probably move on. There's podcast. Well, there's two podcast questions. One of one of which is very fun. Um, so why don't we start with that one? Of sure. Now, now that Endall announced his retirement on the the Gambit Roundtable, uh, is there going to be a reality show style competition to fill the open slot in the Gambit Alliance uh, to take his place? So, what is our, going. what's yeah? What's our reality show going to be to replace him? <laughs> That's a good question. I feel like like a good dating game might really. Get get like we'll get to see this <laughs> a character side of people, you know. Yeah. Oh uh, man, what what was that? Oh, I forget the the nineteen eighties dating game that it was that they spoofed on mall rats. Oh god, what was it called? With Chuck, was it Chuck Woolery? I forget now. But it's like Bachelor Number One tell me about your ideal date. And then they would say something like stupid. Mm. And it's like, well, I'd take you to the beach and we'd have a long walk. If you know what I mean, love <laughs> connection. That's what it was. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's what we need to do. <laughs> Just make it really awkward. I'm like, so what would you do if you took what would what would you do if you were going to date me? Like we could just have the whole panel of Gambit. <laughs> yeah, you know? right. <laughs> oh man nobody's gonna apply 
yeah i know uh, <laughs> uh this is laughter of sadness because i'm gonna miss endel yes yeah absolutely um all right so the real podcast question and what a surprise it's about a datacron um Anything interesting with regards to the TIE fighter pilot level nine Datacron with the bonus turn with two months to chase, it seems enticing, especially as he's already relic seven for a ship for a lot of folks. Um, I'll let you answer that first. I don't, I don't I mean, have a great answer to be honest. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. You're going, if you get the bonus turn TIE fighter pilot, here's a hint. It stops anything Tarkin right there. Dead in the tracks, you put it on any team and it will stop Tarkin from countering your team, including Lord Vader. And if you have the um the uh the cooldown reduction on level six, he is just going to spam the AoE and ability block like and buff immunity left and right, and it stops Tarkin. And Tarkin is a legitimate threat. Um so there you go. If you want your team to not be beaten by the Tarkin loop, had a bonus turn. Uh, I also, so there's a theory out there and it needs to be practiced or attempted that TIE Fighter Pilot with Grit, Lord Vader, and one other can beat any CLS team. And on the level three, you also want the heals 2% whenever you take health percentage damage. Uh, I, I don't know if it's been tested, but in theory, it works really well. So if you get TIE Fighter Pilot at level nine with the bonus turn, has to be the bonus turn, not the other one. You're not going to be disappointed for the next four months. Like I, I pulled it last night and I was I was very excited I got it. Yeah, well, it was funny because Sarah messaged me her first level nine. That's if she lands, and she's like, <laughs> she like no rerolls or anything. She just gets the bonus turn, and I'm like, and she's like, I'm convinced this has to be the one that everyone gets on the first roll. It's weighted, and I'm like that. That's like the rarest one. That's the one I haven't gotten yet. I've rolled all. I've rerolled yeah. and rerolled, and I haven't gotten that one ever. I, I got, would love. I would love to get that one, and I can't for the life of me. And. She, She's like, so I shouldn't delete it. I'm like, oh, maybe not. But. Yeah, I got four before I got that one. Yeah, literally. I, I have two Lord Vaders and two Darth Vader crons right yeah. now. And they've yep. all been re-rolled at least once on on level nine. And I have never seen that TIE Fighter pilot one. And a couple of them have been, been re-rolled up to three times. So it's um significant level of investment, and I haven't seen it. Yeah, I, it, it's gonna, it is going to be a good one. Um, that's so, no matter if you get it, be excited. If you've, I'd get Darth Vader, Dash, and Lord Vader. Like, if you're aiming for it, I would go for the other three first. And then, and then I would go for TIE Fighter Pilot. Um, but he's he's going to have uses, and it's it's going to be fun. I think I think so. It, it's the Tie Fighter pilot one is not as obvious as the Dash one. I'll say that. Yeah, but yeah. The, the Dash I, one I is agree. like 
the dashboard's like yep gonna do that like just gonna kill people with it you know because dash is obnoxious um in a good way in a good way um god he hits so hard and he's just gonna spam attacks it's fantastic yeah man it's fun he doesn't have to be fast right yeah yeah it's crazy um yeah, so this this gift guard Lando, I've I've barely even thought give it any thought to it. I guess once Jabba is around, like we might really want a skiff guard Lando one, but he's, I, he's not he's yeah. not even relic for me, and I I don't want to I don't want to wail on him. So, uh, that's I I'm going for skiff guard Lando, but not until next month. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, because uh, next month, when set to dismantles, I am basically going to get a free level nine. Um, so my plan is to have that be my skiff guard Lando attempt. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so okay, let me ask you this: um, Are we going? Uh, when are we going to get Jabba? Because we have all of his requirements, and. He's going to enter the, you know, the um, store. What's it called? Gosh, I forget what it's called right now. Um, the Journey Guide? Yeah, the Journey Guide. Yeah. yeah. When, when is he going to uh, be here? This week? Next week? No, I think... Let's see, Leia was last week, right? So I think job is coming the first week of October. Okay. Um, because they they accelerated Skiff into the the um what's shipments. it called the, the shipment store. Uh, they accelerated Skiff into shipments, and it took about three weeks. Same, and so I think what's going to happen is Leia is going to get three weeks, then hit shipments, and then we get Java. Which I would be fine with that. I I would really like them to let us start farm, farming chrysanthemum though yes i completely agree with that <laughs> that's yes um i think in a lot of ways that's when i'm gonna get java is my guess is that when i when i'm free when i'm done free farming chrysanthemum then and i'll probably i may end up supplementing it with crystals to get him faster i don't know but you know like chrysanthemum's the one easy target like i could maybe farm him for energy the the other one's probably light whale on those yeah yeah well uh, we'll see how they because you're not going to be able if they put him on a hard node you it depends you're not going to get java immediately if you want to farm him um but you can you can certainly make a dent in it right but even it even if you get 50 shards like that's better than <laughs> buying fifty shards. That's true. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it's gonna be a really interesting thing to see. Well, I want to see what Jabba can do too. I want to see his kit. Damn it all! Right. Is yep. it gonna be the first uh, first Galactic Legend that's only two hundred speed? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that I doubt. That I hope not. Not just doubt. I hope not. Um, Agreed. 
yeah, no, I definitely I agree with you though. I want to I want to see the kit. Um, but that that'll be a week beforehand. That you know, unfortunately, we have time before that happens. Agreed. Yeah, like with their with their current like the way they've been releasing things, it, it's been way less panic inducing, and yet we're all still in the habit of panicking. So, <laughs> right, right. You know, like you and uh, I, you and I spent needless money on Inquisitors, for instance. Like we could have farmed a few of those at the very least, you know, through energy. Yeah. Like I, I didn't, yeah. I didn't need Seventh Sister early. There's no way. Like who, who needs Seventh Sister early? No one. Yeah. No. I and it's you know damned if you do, damned if you don't type situation for CG. Uh, they give plenty of advance notice. People complain that they panicked thinking that the event was coming, and then they actually give a panic event, and people complain that they didn't have enough advance notice. It's kind of it's kind of funny. Um, I think I I think about that kind of often because everyone's like, "Oh man!" and it was big with the profundity because everyone was feeling stressed when the first set of requirements for Java came out because you're gearing up profundity and the Java requirements at the same time, and then they they gave like this inordinately large amount of time for profundity and everyone's like, man, I didn't have to feel that stress for two weeks. Right. Well, that's true. I mean, it, it was nice to have a relic nine of, you know, ad rad early, I guess on some levels, like I got a ton of holds with him actually, even yeah. in five V five, which neither of us predicted would happen, but that's, um, yeah, him and Qui-Gon, man, hold, held the fort for me in 5v5 this season. <laughs> yeah, um, and I honestly think that Edrad is harder in 3v3, so... Yeah. Here's hoping. Here's hoping. Fingers crossed, well, and that's, just, and that's another team we're going to see ev on all the... Like, for us, at least. Everyone's going to play oh, yeah. team. Every single board, yeah. Yep. And <laughs> so am I. <laughs> yep, including and, mine. <laughs> and I'm placing them with damage immunity. It's because screw you guys. <laughs> oh geez. Yeah, damage immunity is rough with that squad. You're right. That's yeah. That's that's, that's yeah. I don't want to have to deal with that. <laughs> oh. It's it's my only rebel damage immunity, and I think it is it is well earned being on on them. Um, I, I was never able to roll one of those on my main. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I mean, I got lucky, but I'm not going to complain that I got lucky. Uh, and Aldo, it's K2. K2 is the, I mean, statistically was the best. Yep. It lasts 3v3. Uh, yeah, and who knows if that's going to hold up to right. the, it being like mainstream because that was mostly against like bigger accounts, really. Uh, most people didn't have AdRad up to Relics last 3v3. Right, um, right. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll have to find out. Like, yeah, K2, um, Scarif Rebel Pathfinder is probably the second best bet, huh? Scarif Rebel Pathfinder was good at stopping Wampa. Yeah, I, I went through these stats the other day, right. and it's um, K2 stopped Wampa and Bounty Hunters the most. Like, not completely, but did the best at stopping those two. And then Scarif Rebel 
Pathfinder died to bounty hunters pretty easy, but stopped Wampa. So if there was a second, he he probably would be my second, because at least they're stopping a solo. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Trying to figure out what I want to do on my alt here. I've got to figure out if, who's going to go with Dash, because he has, he has all the things now. He has the equipment to kill, and yet he has no other smugglers to go with him, or scoundrels. <laughs> oh, small problem on that front. Yeah, I'm wondering if I just go IG Quill and then commit Bando with Fennec. Probably have to do that. Anyways. Yeah. Uh just just puzzling it out. So um what have you been working on solo? How's your grind going? Uh the grind the grind for Java is going well. I'm I'm down to just a bunch of G12 pieces um, for Leia when, you know, she gets there. And then, so I think I said the last podcast that I had everything saved for Skiff Lando and Kersantan. Um, and that was true. I did. But then Mob Enforcer, and I forget who the other requirement I had that wasn't at G13 yet took some of those pieces. So I'm re I'm refarming some of those pieces. Um so it's I'm you know, I'm in good shape. I think I have a total of like 270 pieces of gear left and then I'm ready for Java. And I have all the relic materials saved right now as well, thankfully. You only need three characters at R5. Um so Nice. That's all good. Yeah, I I told you about it. Technically, I told you about it twice, so you're going to get it a third time. Um, yes. I I meant to get Dash up to R8. Uh, I really did. That, that was my goal for this week. I had all the materials. I was all happy. And then I was talking to somebody about Dash countering gas. And they wanted to know stats. And so I, I went into my gas team to look at the stats and all I was thinking in my head was Dash, because that's who is countering this gas and who I want to level up. And so I went to the Relic material and just clicked the upgrade button, and I now have a fancy R9 gas. That's... <laughs> <laughs> um, I did not plan to have an R9 gas, but there... I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't feel bad about it. Like, there's much worse things to have than an R9 gas. I wish, I wish it was Dash at R8. Uh, that's going to have to wait until next week now. But I, I have a gas at 140k protection and 10,000 offense. So there, there are worse things to have in life. Yeah, man, that, that it's funny how like I've done that before. Not not with Relic Nine, but but yeah, like yeah. Uh, but that that was a lucky one. That was a, such right. a lucky one. Like. You could you could have so many other worse characters at Relic Nine right now that you know like you and I have a lot of <laughs> we, have, we have enough Relic Eights that like there's a there's a handful of them it's like oh no I would never want that yeah that to go to right. Relic Nine right um so I'm so that's so stupid there I really wanted because I wanted to R nine my dash I, what I wanted is by next week to have R nine dash and R nine mall. And now that's not going to happen. Um, mm -hmm. 
but that's that's fine. I have because, like I said, it was that it was gas, so at least it was somebody that's still very useful. Oh no, I mean you use him every single time. Like there's not a time that you don't use him in probably in right. both both GAC and most territory wars. I would say like like relic nine on general skywalker is amazing actually because you get the armor on him so it's he's harder to hurt and then you get a bunch of extra protection which is the thing he wants the most really like he wants a ton of protection and he wants you know some offense and potency whatever he's he's hungry for stats but yeah like level nine relic nine does more for him than almost any other attacker right so yeah i i have him at relic nine i've never regretted that um I have regretted Relic 9 Bosk. So there's that. But uh, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> right, right. Uh, all right, so how does how how goes your grind? You know, how, how have you done this week? <laughs> um, I mean, I'm just like various Jabba stuff as well. Like I, I have all the characters, right? Like I, right now I'm just grinding the gear for the remaining characters like I, I think i don't know if if the under or the mob enforcer the uh the newly the freshly made like almost hot mob enforcer uh yeah like she's she's actually um i forget if she's uh at quite a at gear 13 yet but yeah like just just trying to get all the stuff all the pieces for the marquees for once they get to a uh, hundred out of a hundred yep. like once they get seven stars they can just go straight to relics like that's that's the last piece of the grind for me i think i mean i think aura still needs a couple of relic levels um and then it seems like maybe i put a couple just random relic levels on characters so i could put datacrons on them just the standard stuff my alt my alt has been doing that forever like i've just i keep like I, I now I have uh, my Akbar team can actually put a three percent turn meter cron on because I've stormtrooper <laughs> on at relic three now instead of one. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So just uh, trying to uh, trying to do that for my alts, but for my main, yeah. Like we just got done with the profundity grind, dear lord. Now now Jabba. Yeah. And, and Jabba gear is actually just because there's a it's few horrible. Yeah, just because there's only one relic eight and the rest is seven and lower, it's still just horrific how much it's is required. So, um, and some of that are the new marquees, which are horrendous to gear. I, it's yeah, uh, so many Chedak comlinks and Carbanti and Chirotex. Like this is the one I felt like I've struggled with the most, and everybody was saying, "Oh, he's so easy to get." I'm like, "No, he's not." I've I had a thousand Carbanti saved up and I'm desperate for Carbanti. Like, how? <laughs> He's not easy. No, he really isn't. Like, he has fewer relics required than Kenobi or Lord Vader. But yep. beyond beyond that, he is the most gear intensive out of all of them, really. I mean, maybe Lord Vader beats him. Lord, Lord Vader is just yeah. disgusting in his requirements, but uh yeah anyways just yeah, yeah. jabba 24 uh, 7 that's i think that's gonna be what my alt farms next as well actually after Ooh. i get profundity and may lord have mercy on your soul <laughs> oh yeah I, i'll need it especially because i'm just wasting my time getting vander chewy and young lando to relics 
So yeah, yeah, just all all sorts of just really stupid decisions making on that account, but it's fun. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the important part. I can't, uh, I can't find that I regret even one of my decisions on that account at any point. <laughs> uh all right speaking of decisions we have we have a late podcast question of if you only could uh gear up one before lock sortie or adrad uh, so if it's 3v3 uh adrad for sure especially yeah. if you have relic gin and a good relic tank that's rogue one to go with them uh, uh sort yes 3v3 sortie is 3v3 she is not nearly as powerful as in 5v5 she's still fine but adrad is terrifying on a lot of other levels that sortie just can't manage in threes yeah yeah i i absolutely agree there especially if you have Jin and uh a rogue one tank there's there's no doubt it should be adrad well No uh, doubt. Yeah. And yes, Chippy, K2. K2 does work. Yep. Uh, now we see that he's super late with his question because he wasn't listening before. Right. Yes. <laughs> mm. um, <laughs> uh, anyways. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I put the Juhani Omicron on, too, by the way. Oh, look. Wow. That's that's big. That's that's actually a legitimately good Omicron because now you can even yeah. if you kill Star Killer or keep Star Killer for offense, it kills Ray again. No, I, it's good, man. I mean, yeah, I, it's I, I faced it enough in Territory Wars. I'm like, yeah, that's I want a piece of that, especially like I already had the Mara one, so I may as well make right. that team complete. And uh, so that's actually only my third Territory War Omicron. Um, so we're i it's a you can you could say it's only only my third or you can say i increased my production by 50 percent <laughs> excellent um <laughs> oh man you're gonna shock waves are gonna be sent through the the gambit community that you apply to tw omi <laughs> I know someone in chat is already saying Zareth applied a territory war Omi. <laughs> it's like newsworthy. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah. Uh. Excellent. Excellent. That is I she really is. She's a fantastic addition. Um yeah, and she, she's just she's gonna pair pair with Starkiller for now until the end of time. Yeah, she's just horrible in GAC. That's all. Yes. Yes. That that no you get no argument from me. <laughs> um but yeah, and, she's she's relic five and everything. Damn yeah. damn it all. Oh. <laughs> uh, um All right, that's probably Yeah. I mean, that's a good place to end it. We'll end in shock at the TW Omi <laughs> application. Um, don't don't expect this every week, folks. <laughs> uh, but uh, thank thank you to everyone joining us on this lovely podcast. Uh, we are back. We are back on Wednesday for GAC action. Come watch us try and counter 
Lord Vader. And I stress the word try. Um, yeah, Lord Vader takes on the world. Yep. And then we will have Gambit Fight Night on Friday. And then we'll be back here on Monday to do it all over again. So thank you so much for everyone joining. Um, yeah. Hey guys, don't be dicks. And remember that evil sucks.